in the shower, car, or on the can. As moms, we all know those are about the only times in a day where we are alone and sane, if we're lucky. That's why we created Mom Goal, a weekly podcast designed to give moms all they need to know to become moguls in 15 minutes or less. So lather up, turn up the volume, or stay secretly hiding in peace on the pot a bit longer. Let's go. Mongols, welcome back. We've missed you so much. We hope you had an awesome summer and we're so excited to get back at it. Now, in honor of Labor Day, we are giving birth to season two. So it only seems fitting that we should kick it off with some sex. It's time to get physical this month with the one and only certified life coach, intimacy expert, and mom of two, Chelsea Skaggs. Welcome, Chelsea. Happy birthday, Mom Goal. <laughs> yes, Chelsea, we're so lucky to have you kick off our season two show series of Mom Goal. Thank you all. Excited for you to be here and appreciate everything you've done to normalize postpartum and sex. So let's set the stage and start with postpartum. I know all of us actually having sex <laughs> after baby was anything but sexy, almost scary. So Chelsea, how do you help women after baby? Let's start there. Okay, well, step one, Kristen, you set the stage with, let's just say this can be scary and messy and WTF just happened, right? There are so many moments that are like, wait, am I broken? Is my partner broken? Is my crutch broken? What <laughs> happened? So I really start with, listen, Let's own that your body has changed and you have a whole new babe to get used to. So I don't care if your baby came out of your vagina, your belly, your ears, like however it happened, a lot of change happened down there. <laughs> so I remember being like, I'm scared to look down, Jesus. Oh God, help me. I'm scared to look down. Yes. Well, I think that's something I didn't know and now I want every mama to know is that just because a routine medical care doesn't address your pelvic floor, there was so much that happened there. Again, no matter how you birthed your baby, think about it. You had what, nine, 10 months where a human was growing and being held inside your body by your pelvic floor. So regardless of whether you were really informed about your pelvic floor throughout pregnancy or before, or if it's ever been taught to you, now is a time where you get to get to know your body again. I love that. And get into more about that pelvic floor because honestly, the baby goes to the doctor 50 million times. You get a six week checkup and they're like, you're good. Yep. Go. And you're like, well, am I good though? Right. Like, did you, did you look at that thing? Am I really good? Are you saying it's okay to do it? Right. I don't know if I'm okay to do it. Yes. So in countries like France, pelvic floor therapy is routine care. It is built in. It is expected. And you wouldn't expect your, your partner, yourself, your grandma, whoever, to have knee surgery or shoulder surgery without having therapy afterwards. So it only makes sense that we have physical therapy or 
occupational therapy on our pelvic floor. And I think a lot of people are like, well, I don't need it. I do Kegels, right? I do. Oh, I do my Kegels or my, my mom. That's the only exercise I've heard related to pelvic floor is Kegels. That's all I know. What else? Right. So really what you can do is you can get to know where you're holding tension, where there might be scarring that is sensitive. I mean, all of this, who wants to have sex if it's painful? Nobody, nobody. And so I know, I hear from a lot of women that we kind of grin and bear it, or I've heard just get through it. And I want to venture to say that you deserve a better sex life than to just get through it. So for me, Kegels were not the answer because I'm, I'm anxious by nature. So I hold my anxiety in my shoulders and I hold it in my pelvic floor. So when sex would be initiated, we're kind of getting into the mood. It would be like, oh shit, the trash. Oh shit, the dishes. Oh, is the baby still asleep? Is the baby still alive? Oh my God. And and I would tense up and it would be in the pelvic floor. So that is where I had to learn not to just Kegel and do contractions, but to relax. Like Chels, learn where you're tense, relax, breathe get through this and know what it means to strengthen and relax your pelvic floor. So interesting because you only hear about the importance of tightening right. and sometimes tightening is not the answer. No. Yeah. No. Ugh. And with that, you have a hormonal roller coaster that I'm sure we can all like check mark. Yep, been there, felt that, know that. But something we often don't know is that, so there's a hormone pro lactate. This is what tells your body to make milk. So regardless of whether you're continuing to breastfeed or not, you still have this in your body and this suppresses estrogen. So this equation equals vaginal dryness. This means mama can't even get the like loop, the excitement, the entry point. So we also have this at play. And I think this is just so important to know One, to address it, but two, because I hear a lot of women carry shame around not enjoying, not wanting, not having a good experience with sex after baby. And I think that the first thing in this conversation is understanding there's a lot going on. And in order to be empowered, in order to take the next steps, you have to understand and no one's teaching us. So we have to find spaces like this to learn and teach ourselves and normalize it for us and then be able to communicate that with our partners. So when you know this, now what do we do next? So I want to give you guys just a couple of tips for what we can do now that you know, oh wait, maybe my pelvic floor is a part of this. Maybe my hormones are part of this. So first of all, find someone to evaluate you and get help. You can ask your medical team, your OB, your primary care provider, anyone for a referral to a pelvic floor therapist, but also do some self-discovery. I mean, this might mean getting a vibrator, not just to get off all the time, but to be able to feel like, oh shit, that doesn't feel good, or that does feel good, or this works, or this doesn't work. I think that we often have these scenarios where we are getting into sex and our partners feel like they're doing something wrong because it hurts or because it's not enjoyable. So we have this almost back and forth of emotions. We have two people with an emotional response. But if you're able to use a vibrator, a toy, some kind of tool, a wand to figure out your own self-discovery, then you're able to communicate more to your partner and both be empowered in your sex life. Game changer that you are. I love this. 
And next week, stick around because Chelsea, you're going to be talking about those intimacy problems with your partner and what we can do to solve them. Thank you so much, Chelsea. We are so excited you're with us this month and we can't wait to chat next week. Money makes the world go round. Yeah. All right. It's time to talk five minutes of finance. And for this month, we have an amazing expert to share with you all. She's a mom to two girls, an investment banker turned day trader, who's going to school us on stocks. Mom goals, please welcome Latoya Smith, co-founder of The Profit Room, to the show. Hello, hello. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Hello, hello. We are so excited to talk to you today. We're talking all about stocks for the month of September. And it's a great way to achieve your financial freedom, which you did. You left your position with a bunch of Harvard grads at a top bank while pregnant. Okay. So, and you made the move to day trading then. So tell us how that transition was for you. And can you first off explain what day trading is? What the heck is it? Sure, definitely. Well, I'm excited to be here. First of all, thanks for inviting me. So what is day trading exactly? Day trading has to do with buying and selling securities known as stocks, for me in particular, in and out the very same day. Now, day trading, these trades can last minutes to maybe a few hours, all depending. All right. So what most people know, they know how to buy and hold for the long term when it comes to investing in stocks. Day trading is not investing, but it's more so being able to get in and get out of the markets. That's how you make your day-to-day income. One thing I'll also add, a lot of people have a misconception that you have to sit here all day. Like the market in particular opens at 9.30 a.m. Eastern and it closes at 4 p.m. each day. That's the fluctuation. But like I said, you can do it within minutes, sometimes within an hour. So you, you're not here. You're not sitting here all day, right? I and, have that vision of you. I yeah. will say, when I, hear, <laughs> when I hear the term day trader, I see you in front of a bunch of charts and graphs yep. in a basement for like dungeon for hours. That's what I, <laughs> so not no. that at all. Not that, that at is all. Not, it's not that kids. exactly. Yeah. It's not that at all. Fun fact. So when I actually left my job, I was pregnant with my firstborn who was born in 2013. So just imagine me sitting here with a newborn in my arm while I'm executing well, trades, right? That's, that's kind yeah. of the visual, right? But it was, it was quite interesting because it was well balanced for me to be able to do that while also taking care of a newborn at home. So tell us, give us any tips for Mongols who may have heard about this or want to get into day trading, even just stocks in general, as a way to supplement some income for that flexibility in their life. Sure. One thing I will say definitely prior to me jumping into day trading, doing this as an actual career, while I was working, there is a method that's called swing trading. So it's not quite like day trading to me is a better transition for the busy person or the busy mom in general, where you can buy, let's say a stock on a Monday and you hold it until the end of the week or going into next week. Okay. That method is called swing trading, where you do not have the pressure to perform 
on a day-to-day basis. So that's key. Yes, yes. We just learned about swing trading and we're going to learn so much more. And Latoya is going to be back next week to simplify all of those stock trading terminology words, things for us. So bearable, swing, whatever. Yes. Wait to learn more. Thank you, Latoya. We'll see you next week. Excited. Thank you. Mommy. Mommy. All right. Since we're talking sex in September, we have to discuss Netflix's steamy series Sex Life, which is about a postpartum mother. She hasn't been touched in a while by her husband. So she starts journaling about the hot sex that she had with her ex. Ow, ow. I know, right? But then the husband reads the journal and it gets real messy. So have you watched? Okay, so I am almost done with episode one. However, I did see episode three. I mean, we all know the scene that we're talking about (laughs) that went viral, the shower scene. I did watch that little piece. Andrew and I watched it and we were like, we had to see what all of the the TikTok videos were all about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, wow. Yeah. And if you don't know what we're talking about, we're discussing (laughs) the man parts that are shown on the ex. Okay. The husband sees the man parts in a shower. They're at a gym and he sees the. It is massive. Okay. Massive. (laughs) And when I first saw it, I'm like, that cannot be real. No, everybody's like, it's got to be fake. That has to be a body double. Yeah. I think it's real. Okay. Well, in real life, the actress divorced her husband and she has three kids and she's now no. dating yes oh my gosh she's dating. It's just like the show it's just it's very I meta i know that you did Ooh, no very meta so in my mind it has it's to real. be real it's gotta be real she oh left gosh. husband and kids and i mean she's still with her kids but yeah, still, yeah, yeah yeah it's gotta be real yeah it's yeah. gotta be real yeah okay i gotta finish the season you have to finish yeah Right. Okay, so on exes, do yeah. you still dream or do you have any with your exes? So uh, there have been dreams. It's been yeah. a while, though, but not yeah. like anything. Just like they randomly show up, like we yes. run into each other or something. It's very bizarre. But, I mean, I have looked on Facebook oh, and, and, and it's course. more... I mean, I didn't really date a lot of guys, so it's more just like crushes, yes. too. Even uh-huh. like, oh, he was my high school crush or I was crushing on him in college. Like, oh, you know, like what is... What is he doing now? Just to kind of uh, who did he marry? Exactly. Did he marry up? Did he marry down? It's always good. So and so still together. Like it's just together? like it's yeah. it's totally normal to yeah, stalk. Absolutely. We all do it. We just need to own up to it. And you go down the rabbit holes where you're like, okay, mm-hmm. now you're on the wife's page, and then you're looking at the wife's friend, and you're just like, oh, we have what friends in common. Yeah. Like, ha- and then you're <laughs> then twenty minutes later, you're like, how did I get here? I'm a I psycho. I I'm know. a psycho, <laughs> and I need to no, go. Like, no, we all do it. We've all done. It, but know. there are ways to stalk. Like you can never stalk on LinkedIn. Oh no no never. no no never. never because it'll view your profile. Yeah, I'll see who viewed it, and if you're like looking at this person multiple times. So pro like, to- stalking tip number one: don't do it on LinkedIn. Yeah. yeah. Facebook is a pretty good yeah, stalking Facebook. search tool. Yes. Although not many people are on it now because it's like the not cool thing to do. Yeah. yeah. So Instagram. But a lot of people are private, so yeah. So it's um, Facebook, Facebook is still is the, probably the only stalking tool you the can use. Ultimate today. stalker. It allows you to search by location, <laughs> mutual friends. So it provides the most ample tools yes. in order to go down that X rabbit hole. Yeah. And I think it's completely normal Absolutely. and fine to do so. We Absolutely. all do it and we're owning it. Yeah. So everybody check out Facebook tonight and do a little, <laughs> little search. So 
binge the sex life on Netflix and start that conversation with your partner. Yeah. And speaking of conversations, we're going to dive into more of that next week when we're talking boundaries and doing what makes you happy. All right. See you guys next week. Bye bye. All right, mom goals. That's all the time we have. Thanks for listening. Want more mom goal? Follow us on Instagram at mom goal. And don't forget to leave us a review.